We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. You're going to follow me on Twitter. And it's Wednesday, November 22nd. And we'll be talking about the NFL Week 12 slate on Sunday. Okay. So we're previewing Sunday's slate. Uh, we don't have a show here for Roto Grinders today, tomorrow or Friday. So uh, so this is this is going to be your, your NFL Week 12 preview. We'll have Thanksgiving Day three game slate content out. Today as well, if you're a premium member, you'll get some of that content. We'll have a pre-lock show live here on the channel tomorrow morning. So check that out. Hit that thumbs up button. Give me those tummy thumbs early in the morning. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to always know when we go live. Join with me on this Wednesday Thanksgiving Eve. This is Alex Santi. Do you normally play, Alex? Do you normally play the three-game Thanksgiving slate? A lot of people find that to be like their favorite slate, but it really depends on like your plans for Thanksgiving. Me personally, uh, I don't do that much on Thanksgiving. Me and my wife go to her mom's family, which is like an hour up, uh, up the road here. The problem is, is that typically we're driving at the time that I'd be like setting lineups. So a lot of times I just don't even bother. Normally, I've got so much going on with kids and traveling and going all over the place that I'll plunk a $20 entry in for uh, to sweat and have some fun. Uh, but this year, I'm actually hosting. So we're going to have about 20 people at our place, but they won't start coming till around noon. So I'll have some time to, you know, I don't know what type of volume I'll be playing, but I'll be playing some half-serious volume. They're fun games. All three games are fun games. I mean, the lines don't suck anymore, so they're fun. Uh, the Cowboys can put up some numbers. San Francisco can put up some numbers. Um, so I don't know. I think it'd be a fun Thanksgiving. Not many for watching like, the games for entertainment value, but for DFS, we could have some fun. Yeah, for DFS, actually, the third Thanksgiving slate seems a little bit more appealing than the actual main Sunday slate. We look here <laughs> on the first look, which you could get 
free on Roto-Grinders. So go to rotogrinders.com. This is and we we have plenty of free content here as well. Uh some of these totals look uh yeah, they look pretty pretty damn low. I mean, we have the the highest implied team total on the Sunday slate looks like currently to be the Chiefs with 26 and a half. Then we have the Eagles 25.8 and then the most appealing games look like from a total standpoint that Bills Eagles game, as well as this Jaguars Texans game. I'm assuming for price purposes, that may be a popular game at 47 and a half. Yeah. We also have like Steelers Bengals 34 and a half. Obviously, the Bengals are without Burrow now. We got uh, Patriots Giants are 33 and a half, Browns Broncos 35 and a half. I mean. <laughs> I know I'm not going to be doing a Friday show with uh, with Squirrel Patrol, but looks like a lot of GPP play is going to be based around the games that are more likely to score more points. But this week, I'll bring up lineup HQ. Uh, we do have to monitor a lot of injury news. Uh, one of the first ones, I the, the main game is the Cardinals and the Rams. And that is going to be a late game, 4.05 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. On the Cardinal side, Michael Wilson, he is still questionable, 3,200. Uh, we still have the, the the Cardinals kind of still semi-underpriced. I think Trey McBride's 4,700. I mean, this is the first look, so we'll, we'll take a look at this. And we currently, obviously, in our projections, we have all questionable players in. But I expect Kyle Kyler Murray even at sixty nine hundred to be popular. Uh, you always have, you know, that you pair them together. If Michael Wilson is out, you may get a little bit more of a bump on Marquise Brown or Rondell Moore or Greg Dortch. So one of the things we have to monitor on the on the Cardinal side is Michael Wilson. But even bigger is on the Rams side. Uh, Alex, they dropped uh, Daryl Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson is no longer on the Rams. I'd like, like, dude, he just comes on, <laughs> operates as like the main running back. And then Kyron Williams. I mean, we have him listed as questionable, but Alex, I would, I would assume that if they release Daryl Henderson, that Kyron Williams is good to go for this game. And I have to, I have to guess that he's going to walk back into like 80 plus percent touches. Cause I know they still have Royce Freeman there. Why get rid of Daryl Henderson if that isn't yeah. the plan? Yeah, and I mean, Daryl Henderson just came in as a jobber, basically, and now he's done. And uh, I mean, Kyron Williams, who cares about the skill at running back? But like you said, if it if it looks like Williams is going to get the bulk of the work, which it looks like it, and if they didn't want to give him the bulk of the work, they'd keep three guys um, and split it up. So, But they obviously are not going to do that. So I feel pretty enthusiastic about Williams the spread isn't bad I mean it's a low total but the spread isn't bad what is it two one and a half yeah but I mean the you can't really even say the total is that low because in you're, you're thinking in comparison so like yeah Arizona 23 implied total which is only like two less than the Eagles the Rams 21 and a half implied total which is I mean truthfully I mean that looks much more appealing than the Titans than the Eagle the 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 Bengals, Steelers, I mean, it seems like half the teams have less than that. So I wouldn't be, I I, I wouldn't not want to touch this game. 
But the other thing on, on the on the queue list is both the main receivers for the Rams. Cup went out injured in their last Puka. game. Puka Nakua is banged up. I mean, I'm going into the slate. To me, the Rams are the key team on the entire slate because if one of these guys is out, if you tell me Puka or Cup is out, I want to play the other guy. Whatever, like whatever yeah. it is. At yeah. eight thousand or seventy six hundred, because they essentially eat into the, each other's production and they do kind of very similar things. But if Naku is out and Cup is in, Cup probably should be a ninety five hundred dollar receiver. And if Cup is out, Naku should be the ninety five hundred dollar receiver. Like it's yeah. like it's one of those things where if one of them is out, I'm going to play one of them, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past myself to play. Kyron Williams also, even mm-hmm. in that scenario. It really condenses the Rams' offense. And you have to realize, Matthew Stafford's back, right? We had this yeah. stretch where he was out. And is he the greatest quarterback of all time? No, but in this type of offense, I mean, that's the reason why the Rams have, have a decent enough team total. I'm not sure what the projections are going to look like, but as a Right now, I mean, we start looking at the slate other, otherwise. I built a dummy lineup, and it was tough for me to find people I really wanted to click on. Well, and uh, isn't Arizona one of the worst defenses on the slate? I mean, usually defense doesn't matter. But in this case, when we're, call- when we're talking about next man up, you know, 2-2 Atwell could look like um, – or I'm sorry, Puka Nakua could look like Cooper Cup like he did in those first couple of weeks without Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup could look like the old Cooper Cup without Puka Nakua out there. Um, Matthew Stafford likes to just force the ball into one or two guys. He's been doing this since Calvin Johnson. Um, so why would and he's not going to stop? And this is, this is an old dog. You're not going to teach an old dog new tricks. Spread the ball around. So you're really on it here, I think, with uh, with the injuries to the Rams. And even if we even if they both play, which I'm not sure they will both play, we won't speculate here. But if they both play, we could see 12 targets to the two guys. I mean, who's going to stop him? Well, one of the reasons that I want one of them to not play is because I think it's very easy to make a game stack, a three-plus tour, right? You play Kyler Murray on one side. With the Chief you hope If Michael Wilson's in, he's cheap. It's 3,200. You take Trey McBride, and then you play Kyron Williams and one of whoever's yeah. in, of Nakua and Cup, right? If Nakua's in and Cup's not, and says, there you go, and you still have plenty of money. A lot still of money play, left. yeah, right. Fifty-two fifty. You play a twenty-five hundred dollars defense, and yeah. you're good to go. And I think people may not focus on that game, but it's hard to tell on Wednesday. We don't have ownership out uh, because people will focus on. You know, we have obviously the Chiefs and the Bills, Eagles. The problem, obviously, with the Chiefs is that money. Like it's spread out. Like it's very hard to stack the Chiefs, and it's expensive, right? I think I'm more likely to play Pacheco than anything. And then even I think AJ Brown will still come in high owned. And playing Hertz and Brown together is that's quite pricey, right? That's why I look at I think the popular game on the slate is going to be. Let's go back to the Texans, right? Texans, Jaguars. Jaguars are favored twenty four and a half. And everyone is reasonably priced. I think we expect, uh, do we have, I don't think we, no, we do not currently have Damian Pierce in the projections. 
Uh, so I, I don't know if he's it's going to play or not. I mean, obviously, if he if he's healthy, that's going to this Devin Singletary projection is going to come down. Because yeah. I mean, I don't think Sing, Singletary essentially has become the bell cow with uh, with Damian Pierce out. Yeah. But if Pierce is out again, I mean, Alex, you he's have no problem. I don't think we even think about it. Six K Devin but Singletary still six thousand. Right. I mean, what are they doing? I don't understand why he's still six thousand. The Josh Jacobs is like 6,700, which isn't much more, but when you're comparing the two, it's actually a lot of people that think you're going to play Josh Jacobs because we keep playing Josh Jacobs because of the volume. Um, and you'd fit those two easily in with a Cardinals ramp stack or Devin Singletary lets you work the uh, the Bills and the Eagles in there. Um, not that I really want to play the Bills and Eagles, but Devin Singletary lets you do whatever you want. Um, Calvin really lets you do whatever you want. CJ Stroud is still a bit underpriced. Tank Dell is still really underpriced, isn't he? Isn't he? Well, sixty-nine seven K. Yeah, he's yeah. sixty-nine. But, but the, the, the thing on the Texan side, Alex, is that we have Noah Brown with the Q tag in the projections. Mm-hmm. So you, so if Noah Brown's out again, I mean, this Tank Dell and the Nico Collins and everything they'll, they'll start to get bumped up. Also, I mean, Tank Dell mm-hmm. seeing double-digit targets now. In the past couple of games, I don't, I don't mind going back to him, but I mean he's sixty nine hundred, so it's not like I look at the Rams and I go, I want one of those receivers to be out, and whichever receiver is in, to me that's to me that's the top wide receiver play on the entire slate, like over price considered over AJ Brown. We talked about this in baseball, um, probably like three, three and a half years ago. Where it's not about the you know ownership of the individual players, but the combos, the ownership of the combos we have. How many people are going to double stack Houston? Like, sure, Houston's going to be popular. The, the Stroud plus Dell, the Stroud plus Collins, but the Stroud plus Collins plus Dell. How common is that going to really be? I know. I think pe- I, people. I expect this game to are be. Are people double stacking very often? Well, with C.J. Stroud, with him throwing for seven million yards, yeah, why not? <laughs> Oh, it makes sense. I'm just saying, are people actually doing it? Are people actually making sense by doing well, it? Well, from from a price standpoint, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, the because the problem with the like the Bills, the Eagles, the Chiefs is that it's expensive. So the Chiefs, you don't know where to go, and then you have all these totals that are just like garbage. Like what what else? What else are people doing? Are people playing like Indianapolis has a 23 implied team total? So you go, how about Gardner Minshew? People don't like stacking Gardner Minshew. I expect Jonathan Taylor to be one of the highest-owned running backs on the slate. So I'm just expecting Jonathan Taylor. Like, if Pierce is out, I'm expecting Jonathan Taylor, Devin Singletary, and then basically Trey McBride again, right, at 4,700. A.J. Brown as a one-off. And then it really depends on what happens with the Rams. Like, that, really, the Rams, it comes down to, if one of those guys is out, like, I... I can't see not prioritizing one of them, if not even with Kyron Williams, because I think that's I think Kyron Williams is also. You take one of those guys out, I mean, a little bit more dump offs. We take a look at the the running back projections that we currently have. We still got guys like Rashad White at sixty one hundred against Indianapolis inside the dome. I think he's obviously viable, but I mean, Jonathan Taylor, Rashad White. Devin Singletary, Kyron Williams. I, to me, the, those are going to be the four chalk running backs on the slate as of right now. 
and they're all reasonably what do you think, bright. Uh, well, what do you think about Joe Mixon without Joe Burrow? Well, the offense is going to be absurdly inefficient. I mean, we we don't have be terrible, but we've seen people play the uh, Vegas with terrible offenses because the volume's going to well, be I, there. Well, I don't think that you should be, be doing that either. <laughs> I don't think so either. Now, I'm talking about what will the field be doing, not what should the field be doing. No, people don't like playing Mixon as it is. They don't. Yeah, you're right. Right? They, people uh, don't like playing Jacobs yeah. as it is. So, like, for GPP purposes. under the projected ownership. Yeah, we, we don't have anything up currently. But, mm. I mean, Mixon typically doesn't project this low. I mean, when sometimes we have Mixon in, the, like, the top five point per dollar, and people, and he still comes in an 8% owned. So, like, when he's, like, the 12th on the board now, like, minuscule ownership. And, and truthfully, I agree with it because – in GPPs, do I really want to play running backs from teams that have 16 and a half team totals? Mm-hmm. That aren't a fit that here's one that aren't efficient. Well, and right? it's there's a, a, there's it's a difference between playing some flashy efficient guy that sees 12 carries that could break one. Said Brees Hall with that team total is much different than Joe Mixon at that team total. Yeah, Josh Jacobs had a like forty yard run last week or something like that, and before that, his longest run of the year was like twenty four or twenty six yards, in an event driven sport. TJ in chat says uh, that uh, he wants to play a triple stack of Stroud. In a eight hundred person field, why not? I don't know if I would do it in a five k field. Well, I played Jack. It, I played it isn't. Jack- it isn't crazy though. Because the guy can throw to 100 yards to three people. We've seen it. Um, he's not running the ball. Stroud is not running the ball. He runs. It's, not like, Stroud, it's not like Stroud's cheap. Stroud's like 7,700. 77. Yeah, he's 77. But the, but the receivers are so cheap. Again, we talk about the combo. The combo is very affordable. But is it really that cheap? Let's plug this in. If we put in Stroud, we put in Dell. Right. If we put in where's Dell, we put in Schultz, fifty four hundred. I mean, five thousand. If you, if you, let's see. If we put what's in what's Ridley six K. Yeah. Put in Jonathan Taylor, Rashad White. Right, forty two fifty. Put in some defense. Let's say Chiefs defense or something. I mean, we start. I mean, forty six thirty three for three positions, including wide receiver. Not leaving you much. I'm saying if I'm gonna spend if I'm gonna spend this price, because I feel like you take out Stroud, you take out Schultz, you do you do this, you know, combination here. If if uh Pierce is out again, you plug in singletary, so you get your three running backs, you get your Chiefs defense. Like, I mean, I could just I mean, what's for that price for CJ Stroud's price with that stack. I mean, I could go to I could go to Philadelphia. Well, Hurts and Brown, and then you have to play a really cheap tight end, or you go to Buffalo. You could play Kincaid, Josh Allen, Steph Diggs. No, you can't really do that either. I mean, maybe you got a point. CJ Stroud is still that stack is still cheap enough where you have a lot more wiggle room. But we, we what we could see right here the Buffalo Philadelphia KC stuff. Good luck with that. I mean, look if you play Mahomes and Kelsey, and you plug in Taylor White Chiefs defense something. I mean, 
three wide receivers with an average remaining player salary of 3,800. And uh, Travis Kelsey can have a huge game anytime. We know that. But he has, and he's gotten a lot of targets. But it's not like we're getting 10 receptions for 120 and two touchdowns on a weekly basis. He's getting about like nine targets. The average depth of target, let me look it up. I feel like it's lower than it's ever been for him. Well, I think it depends. You have to look at the swift splits. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right, because it matters. I, I thought it matters if Taylor Swift is there. Of course. Well, he belongs to six point five to six point five A dot. Um look, I mean he can catch three touchdowns in any game and only have fifty yards and that's totally fine with us, but we're talking about, you know, when we're paying that much for Travis Travis Kelsey, we want some guaranteed we want to get there without the touchdown and the touchdown be the bonus. I think when we're paying that much. So then we just have to like throw darts at wide receivers. Rushy Rice getting five percent of snaps, or Sky Moore dropping three per thirty percent of balls, or Marcus Valdez Scantling running uh, running wind sprints out there. Um, so yeah, the the Chiefs are very tough to play. Right now, I could gather that. Of course, I don't have ownership, but I could see read the tea leaves. My favorite game, as far as stacks are concerned, may be this Buccaneers-Colts game. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be high-owned. I think Rashad White is going to be high-owned. I don't think the passing parts of this are. So, like, instead of playing the running backs, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll I'll play Gardner Minshew, Michael Pittman, right? You could plug in... You can play. You, I mean, you could truthfully even play the Mayfield side. I right, would you say you can play Mayfield pretty easily. Right, you play Mayfield with Evans and Otten to fill a tight end spot. Play Baker Mayfield with Pittman. I mean, you can play. You can play this with Jonathan Taylor also. I mean, dude, I'm I'm not even opposed to doing this. Mayfield, Evans, Otten, Taylor, Pittman, five man. You still got Singletary. Still got Chiefs defense. And look, you have fifty five fifty. I mean, this is. This is doable. If we plug in, we plug in Singletary. Dude, I'm not even opposed, dude. You can even plug in Rashad White. The prices White. are, and I, I think the prices work for an onslaught of this game. Right. The prices work. It isn't. This game is gonna 
pop off at 58. It's the prices work very well for what could be a well-scoring affair in a dome. Why not? Right, because I could plug in Singletary right here, right? 55-50 left. I mean, if we get the even if we play a cheap Michael Wilson one-off, seventy-nine hundred for the last spot, and you know, you know who's seventy-nine hundred, well, close to seventy-nine hundred. Well, Cooper uh, Cup, Cooper Cup, okay. or Puka Nakua, right? Or you play Kyron Williams in this. I mean, I mean, this is kind of what I'm looking for primarily in GPPs. I mean, it's it's going to be well. Tough. You could make it work. Uh, you you kind of just auto click the Chiefs, but uh, the Eagles are. Relatively cheap, as relative to what they normally are, twenty nine hundred. It's it's kind of tough at defense. They don't give us a twenty two hundred dollar defense, but the Eagles are twenty nine hundred against Josh Allen, who can throw the wrong team at any given time. Right, or you can take the Falcons against the Saints or something. Right, that works. Yeah, right. But I'm saying these onslaughts, these game stacks, work more in these games than, like, I'd much rather do that, even if I have to eat a little bit of ownership. Then, like, do I play Browning? Do I want to play Jamar Chase at 8K plus with that with the 16 and a half implied team total? Absolutely not. Do I want to not play anything game. on on, on I play anything in that total? game? I don't want to play what? anything in that game. I don't want to play anything in that game. Between who's throwing the ball, who's running the ball, who's blocking, who's tackling. I don't want to play anything in that you game. Play, you can play the Steelers ball. running. You can play Jalen Warren, right? Do something like that. What's his price? Is he still... Is he, I think they're still in the low the same 5Ks. Prices. Okay. If he's in the low 5Ks, I could leave him in my pool. Right, 5,400. Um, it still doesn't all project well because they're splitting so much work with Najee Harris. But I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Deontay Johnson still projects well at 4,900, but good luck to you on that. Oof. That's always an adventure. The 5Ks, I mean, after Javante Williams... I mean, I'm not a big fan of Javante Williams. Oh, I don't like the Javante Williams anyway, but he's projecting very well out of the gates. I don't know how that's going to change against Cleveland, but um, the after Broncos him, are home with a 19 implied team total against one of the best defenses in the, in the National Football League. Yeah, after that, I mean, it is Warren. There's a four and a half, four point six point difference between Warren and Javante, but in the five Ks, uh, Warren is pretty much the guy if you don't want to play Javante Williams. You just don't play a cheap running back. You just use that spot for a wide receiver of that price. I think this is a four wide receiver week for a lot of lineups. Well, dep- I, I really think it depends. I think it depends on that Rams Cardinals situation. I mean, it really does. I mean, it really comes down to how much of our priority Ky- Kyron Williams is. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, from a cash perspective, I t- Taylor Williams White. And then Singletary, obviously Singletary is going to matter because you, you, if they tell, if they say Damian Pierce is back and they're going to split, you know, 50-50, essentially it takes Singletary out of contention at 6K. Well, that changes their whole line. That changes their whole build. Right. Well, then I could see more four wide receiver builds because it takes one of the value running backs out of the equation. If Michael Wilson is out, right, well, that takes away a value wide receiver. If none of the Rams guys are out, then it takes away, you know, an 8K wide receiver that should be a 9K wide receiver. I mean, it kind of changes a lot of stuff that you'd be looking at. But, I mean, this doesn't seem like, like, dude, are you playing anyone in this Giants-Patriots game? I mean, like, 
Like some of these games almost feel like like you just cross them off. You mentioned them in the third minute of the show, and I thought, oh, shit, are you going to go toward this game? I really don't want to talk about it, but we could talk about it. Can you play? I thought Steven, you were teasing something. Can you play bigger. Mario Douglas. Can you play Saquon Barkley? Yes. Do I want to? Saquon. No. I mean, do you want to play Adam Thielen at seventy three hundred attached to Bryce Young on the road with a sixteen and a half implied team total? I don't. <laughs> um, I'm looking at this for the first time. If someone, well, I am also. Who's, who's Carolina? Who's Carolina playing? They're playing Tennessee. Playing Tennessee, yes. They're playing Tennessee. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an yeah, ugly slate. I mean, like I said, you mentioned Giants-Patriots in the third minute of the show. That's how good the slate is. Right, Cleveland-Denver. Are you going to play? Oh, I mean, who are you playing? Do you really want to play Cortland Sutton? Do you want to play? Do you, do you want to plug in Jerome Ford or Amari Cooper? I don't. I respect Cleveland. I'm... The yeah, only I'm game not that defense looked, matters, guys, but uh, I respect Cleveland. De- the Cleveland only game matters. That, looked, Cleveland defense that matters. looks a little, a little bit enticing. The pieces are middling. Are is this Saints Falcons game indoors, right? In inside the dome. In the dome, um, Atlanta plays like they're on sludgy turf, sludgy grass, but anything could happen in the dome if the uh, if the Saints force a pace, which they can. We can see a we can see a big blow up in this game. I don't mind playing taking a shot on Rashid Shahid. He could always get there on two catches. It's it's in a dome, why not? And uh I mean, what are we projecting Bijan for out of the gates? Um not bad. Not a not uh, a bad projection for sixty five hundred. No. And uh, you know, the thing about Bijan is he doesn't need I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, he doesn't need twenty five touches. To get there, he's such a phenomenal athlete that he can. It's like like what Alvin Kamara was with Mark Ingram there, uh, where he only needed twelve to fifteen touches and he can end up getting ninety yards and a touchdown with three receptions and thirty yards on a you know in the air. He can put up the numbers. Right, the main, right, the main, the main issue in this game is why his projection is a bit muted, even with Atlanta having a twenty-two implied team total. Is that the pace of this game is probably one of the slowest on the slate. It probably will be. It will. It'll project to be the slowest on the slate, but I think there's a lot of variance in what it could be. It could right. be a sludge it out game, but it could be something where the Saints where the Saints take hold of it uh, by pushing the pace in the air early. And um, so I, I think it's a game that could go either way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stick my feet in the quicksand on this game being. You know. You know, you know what. You know what helps this game. Jameis Winston, a quarterback. I'm tempted. I'm very tempted. Uh, what is he, 5K? 49? 49, 4,900. I'm tempted. I mean, I think if I spend all the way down to someone, that's where I'm going to go. And it's good for the Chris Olave because Chris Olave needs a guy who throws a lot of deep balls mm-hmm. and who will who's willing to gamble. That's Chris Olave's game. He's got like a 15 A dot. Last year, he would get like 300 air yards in a couple of games with Jameis Winston or something. So... Uh, we could expect 200 air yards to Olave, and he can convert 150 of those, and with a touchdown or two, and we're good to go. So, because to, to be clear, Jameis Winston is not a good quarterback, but for fantasy no. purposes, 
we love him as a quarterback because he oh, I mean he'll throw into triple coverage. He doesn't care. Like it, it's not it's not it's not check down city with with uh, James no. Winston. And I'd like to see the splits with Kamara because I'll bet they're real splits, and I'll bet they're kind of bad for Kamara. They are bad. Listen, but they listen, are. Listen, I mean, they have to. They have to be bad. Because, I mean, I mean you look how far, look how far for... down Kamara projects just in this game. Really? And he's eighty four hundred. I mean, that also it also hurts that he's that expensive. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I mean, Shaheen and Olave hasn't, hasn't seen a check down. He's ever. He, James Winston ain't going first read, second read, third read, dump ball. He's going <laughs> dump first ball. read, no, it's second right. read, chuck the ball. Right. Just, hey, James Winston is very aware that he will only live once. Right. Very aware of that. And, and, and we and, love and, it. And, and right, well, in DFS, there have been weeks. If if you're new to NFL DFS, the past couple of seasons, when he was on the Buccaneers. Like there were weeks he throws three he, picks and win con- and win tournaments. Right, right, right. He throw three or four interceptions yet still have oh, yeah. three hundred and sixty yards and four touchdowns. Also, yeah, even with the three interceptions and win tournaments for people at sixty five hundred dollars. Right, and we were we were happy to play. We were playing Jameis Winston at the low six Ks in cash games. In cash games, yeah. Right, it's less like well, you, you got to play Winston because you know he's going to throw the ball fifty-two times, mm-hmm. no matter what. We don't know where the ball's going. We don't know how many times it's going to get intercepted, but we can guarantee he's going to drop back fifty times in this game, no mm-hmm. matter what. So, mm-hmm. give it to me. See how it happens. See yeah. how it works out. I mean, if I don't, I mean, just a first look. My first thoughts: if I don't just go with Stroud and a big onslaught of that game. Um, I'll probably just go down to Jameis and figure it out from there because I do want to play Puka and I do want to play Cup if one of them plays. Uh, I have some interest in AJ Brown. I have some interest in Devontae Smith. I have some interest in these guys who cost a lot of money. I got to save somewhere. Why not save a quarterback? Well, I'm down with that. Anything else that you see on the slate before we get out of here? There was something at wide receiver. Let me go back to it. Um, I'm curious about um, the Jacksonville wide receivers. I mentioned Calvin Ridley earlier. We saw a breakout game for him with him where he really connected with Lawrence. Is this where we jump all aboard on Ridley as an alpha, or is it the field is going to jump on Ridley and we go back to Kirk? That That's what I'm thinking. I'm more likely to think that. Oh, Ridley's back. You know, now I'm just going to go with I'll, – I'll, I'll play Christian Kirk. I, I mean, obviously you could play both. Of course. And the whole narrative of like, well, Zay Jones, he, he has his best games when Jay, Zay Jones is back. Uh, his two touchdowns that he scored, Zay Jones wasn't on the field. Okay, so so we could we could take out whatever uh-huh. narrative you'll hear this week about, well, Zay Jones opens up the field for Calvin Ridley. <laughs> like, well, Calvin Ridley's best game, Zay Jones was, was barely on the field. It's not like Jay Jones was playing that much anyway, right? Yeah. So... So people say, oh, now that – so I'm, I'm much more likely – I mean, Kirk – obviously Ridley has the higher ceiling, mm-hmm. but Kirk I – mean, Kirk can catch 12 passes. I mean, there are games like that. Evan Ingram, his expected fantasy points uh, the past, like, six games, like, he should have had a touchdown or two in those games, and he just didn't. Mm-hmm. And Engr- Ingram is putting up, you know, seven, eight fantasy points. Like, you add the six to that, and – he actually looks like a serviceable tight end 
and he's cheap. He's 4,200 in comparison to what he would normally be. People are still going to play McBride at 4,700. Yeah. I have no problem going back to, you know, I played Jacksonville on Sunday and I had a great, great day playing the, the Lawrence Ridley. Ridley at 3.7% owned in the red zone. Yeah. Much different than if he's going to be 18% owned. Yeah. And it's quite possible that Christian Kirk ends up coming in half as owned as Ridley. At minimum, Alex, the two shouldn't be that far off. If, if Even if you're out no, there going, I should be the Ridley. Same. Right. They should at least be close in mm. ownership for their prices. And also, I mean, Kirk wasn't phased out of that game. He got six targets. And he had 11 right. the week before that. So, I mean, these two could easily come out. One gets 12 targets. The other gets six. We come out where both get eight, you know. Um, or or one, both... gets, one gets 12 targets and two touchdowns. The other gets six and no touchdowns. And nothing, it's a very yeah. big disparity or it could be vice versa kirk yeah. could go 12 for 90 with no touchdowns and chris and ridley could go three for 50 with two touchdowns i mean like it yeah. it could spread out that way i think yeah. ridley's variance is much higher ridley's much more likely to he ends up with a snowflake or he ends up with someone that you need to have and christian kirk is much more likely to not disappoint your lineup like maybe he only has eighteen exactly instead of thirty, but it's very rare well, that Christian Kirk's sitting there with four points. We could go to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes could score thirty points, and everyone else could just be a big pile of shit. But if Jacksonville, if Trevor Lawrence has a good game, at least one of these two guys, like sure it's spread out, but one of these two guys is going to get something. They're going to get theirs, and I think in MME it's going to be easy to kind of split them up and. I think for single entry, I'm thinking in my head, which way do I want to go? Um, I don't know the answer to that. I've got days to think about it. I won't think about it right. until Friday. But uh, Friday? I don't even think about yeah. it a lot of times until Sunday morning. <laughs> well, I've got articles to write, sir. So. Oh, well, what, what, do you have, <laughs> Alex, what do you have coming out this week? Uh, I have a prize picks article today uh, for the main slate. I will have a FanDuel ownership analysis. Main slate, um, you're talking about main slate NBA. Main slate NFL. NFL. I'm gonna do some pride early prize picks. Look, um, okay. I take that early in the week. Friday I do a Fanduel ownership analysis. Friday night I do a single entry article where I pretty much go through the entire slate. My uh, my looks at projections, values, leverage plays for a single entry. And then Saturday night I've just started a new article where I'm analyzing uh, Sims outputs and just getting my takes from my takeaways, like three takeaways from playing with the Sims for a day. And TJ in the chat says he'll have his prize picks article for Thanksgiving NFL coming in the next hour or so. So great. check that out. That's for premium members. These are, these are mostly premium articles, right? I think the prize picks and the FanDuel article that I write, the ownership article are free. I mean, there's, we're we pumping out a lot of free. free Why are we I doing this? Why are we doing it? You know, I'm not just making picks in this ownership article i'm i'm actually talking theory with people of like you know ownership as a cost weak pivots tight pivots direct pivots the difference between those indirect pivots uh why paying for defense is fucking stupid I, I mean i go through all these things it's not just making a play here or there and we're, we're giving away free. for free we're doing for this free. all for free when, when did i get the memo that we're doing this all for free well you're overpaying 
Right. Well, I'm doing I'm doing this show for free, so hit that like button. That's your cost of doing business here. Hit the like button on your way out the door. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to always know when we go live. Remember, programming note. No show tomorrow. No show Friday. I'll be back on Monday. Okay. You won't see a thumbnail, right? There'll be no, there'll be no Thanksgiving show with me. You won't see me. You won't see me at all. I'm I'm I, I want to get I'm gonna get away from you people. I have a nice little little break. I have to go see my family. Right. Even on Friday, we come home now. I would I just want to relax after after dealing with my family for for a day. So no show Thursday, no show Friday. Big game, big day today. We got some NBA today. We got the uh, we got Grinders Live. We got Crunch Time. We got pre-lock show tomorrow for for thanks for the Thanksgiving slate. We have content for that as well. Also, 14 game NHL slate tonight. I'm excited for that. I already I, I got I'm playing, I think, nine lineups tonight for that. So feel free to join us in the Discord. I'll be in the NHL channel, right? Today. So uh rotogrinders.com slash discord. I have my own channel in there, Blenders Game Theory. If you ever want to talk to me, that's the place to go, right? Not necessarily my Twitter DMs or email or anything. If you're a premium member at Rotogrinders, click on that link in the description, get ten dollars off your first month. That's where that's where I hang out. That's basically, you know, you post in there and I respond. Right? That's that's the value add for a premium member here at Roto Grinders. So uh so yeah, 14 games in NBA. Oh, there's 14 games in NBA tonight, also. Yeah, I try to get all the sports out before Thanksgiving. Just like here's all yeah. here, here you go. News is gonna really suck. Oh, NBA. Oh, I I I wouldn't I if, mean, if you're playing NBA today, oh, you're God. you're you're a masochist. I I've I I mean, dude, 14 <laughs> games, 28 teams, injury reports like being pure fiction. Like good good luck. I'm yes, we have all the content here. We have the projections. I don't want to poo-poo NBA DFS, but it's it's meant for people that have it like NBA DFS is meant for people that like like at like everyone has left them, they have no friends, right? <laughs> Their children have disowned them, right? It's and and it's like you're living in a little hideaway in the middle of nowhere, and it's like 5:30 comes around. Let's let like that's that's NBA DFS. Like good luck to you. That's why you, think playing, uh, why you think I'm playing NHL now and not yeah. NBA. I'm plunking fifty-five dollars in for a prayer to sweat. I played a guy yesterday who I'd never heard of, and uh, he was projected for like five and a half x. Why not? He was a shooting guard. Shooting guard kind of sucked. He played six minutes missed a three and didn't get anything else <laughs> and i still made a little bit of money i have no idea how it happened <laughs> okay so check out our nba stuff later today i'll be back on monday remember no show tomorrow no show friday but we got shows from other people we got all the content here at roto grinders uh and you send in your questions if you want to the mailbag questions at theory of and i'll answer them because i'm i'm always here I'm always here, mostly, not not tomorrow and Friday. I'm mostly here, Mondays through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern, talking about all things you're thinking about in Daily Fantasy, props and pick them on Roto-Grinders today.